Hello, this is Father Randy Sly with another installment of Day by Day, where each day we take a look at a reading from Holy Scripture found in the Daily Mass. And today is Tuesday of the second week of Lent. Today is also an optional memorial for St. Gregory of Narek, an abbot and doctor of the church, somebody that you probably haven't heard much about. So it would be a great opportunity today to just get together uh, with uh, with that subject and maybe go on to uh, a Google search or just look at a saint's book and see what St. Gregory of Narek did in terms of, of his contribution to the church. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus spoke to the crowds and to his disciples, saying, The scribes and the Pharisees have taken their seat on the chair of Moses. Therefore do and observe all things whatsoever they tell you, but do not follow their example. For they preach, but they do not practice. They tie up heavy burdens hard to carry, and lay them on people's shoulders, but they will not lift a finger to move them. All their works are performed to be seen. They widen their phylacteries and lengthen their tassels. They love places of honor at banquets, seats of honor in synagogues, greetings in marketplaces, and the salutation rabbi. As for you, do not be called rabbi. You have but one teacher, and you are all brothers. Call no one on earth your father. You have but one father in heaven. Do not be called master. You have but one master, the Messiah. The greatest among you must be your servant. Whoever exalts himself will be humbled, but whoever humbles himself will be exalted. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you. Lord Jesus Christ. Today we're back in Matthew's Gospel, and again we have to look at uh, what we're reading uh, through the lens of our Lenten journey. We're actually in the final week with Jesus on earth, and this is one of his final confrontations where he really takes on, excuse me, the um, the, uh, impact that the Pharisees and the scribes are having on people. And first of all, one of the things he says is that the scribes and Pharisees have uh, taken their seat on the chair of Moses. Uh, And so therefore, do and observe all things whatsoever they tell you. In other words, when they quote from the law, that's not their law. That law belongs to the covenant that God made with Moses which belongs to the Jewish people, the Israelites. And so, since they are in that place of leadership, when they speak of the law, pay attention. But he says, but don't follow their example. Don't uh, don't look at the way they live, because they live in a way that is inconsistent with what they teach. They live placing the burden on other people and living a life of privilege for themselves. And he goes on to talk about other ways in which pride really has entered into their lives, that they've exalted themselves in a powerful way. They love seats of honor at banquets. Uh, They like to be greeted with certain words in the marketplace being called rabbi. 
being called father, being called master. Now, this, you know, where it says, call no man father, that scripture has been used often to, uh, by Protestants especially, to discourage people from calling priests father. But that's not what this scripture means. If it did, we would be prohibited from calling our earthly fathers, our biological fathers, as father as well. What he's talking about here is that if don't give them uh, the same uh, place and status of Moses and the patriarchs, those fathers. They claim to be of that same level of authority, but they are not. And so he's cautioning them about these terms being given to the uh, scribes and Pharisees as means of elevating them and exalting them among above everybody else at the time. So it's not about whether a priest is called father. And uh, there's a, a lot of different things going on there that have nothing to do with what the scripture is. It's more about being a spiritual father to a flock. But look at the things that the, the rabbis love, or the uh, scribes and Pharisees love to do. In addition to be called rabbi, father, and master, it says they widen their phylacteries and they lengthen their tassels. Uh, one of the things that Jewish uh, men wore, they wore a phylactery, which is a little leather pouch that they wore on their forehead and wore on their forearm uh, on the top of the hand, uh, based on Deuteronomy 6, verses 4 through 9. And it was it carried uh, this uh, part of the scriptures called the Hebrew Shema from that same portion of scripture. Uh, the Lord your God is your only Lord. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And then it goes on to talk about you shall bind these, these words and wear them. And that's exactly what they were doing. So they had these little leather pouches they wore there on the forehead, and they wore them on their hand. Um, and they also wore a prayer shawl, and the tassels basically were uh, uh, fringes that basically stood for the various laws that God had instituted, the commandments instituted uh, with the covenant people. But he says that they widen their phylacteries and they lengthen their tassels. In other words, their symbols of spirituality, have they, they make them bigger than what they really are. They widen, they, they make, physically make a wide phylactery indicating that they're spiritually greater than anybody else. Um, <clears throat> or they might uh, wear long tassels. So their tassels, again, uh, accentuating or trying to uh, re, uh, portray the fact that they are more spiritually uh, mature than everybody else. They're, they're of an elite status spiritually as well. And he said, you know, beware of all of this. And the, the final thing is, whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and whoever humbles himself will be exalted. So today... We're reminded of this during Lent to look for ourselves and to determine, are there ways in which I'm exalting myself? Am I in pride, elevating myself above others in one way or another? So may the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts together be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Well, today, uh, this is a good day for us to use this scripture as a means 
to kind of look at our lives and say, are, are we exalting ourselves? Are we taking pleasure in some kind of, uh, of notoriety? Uh, do, do we seek for that? Do we do things out of our desire for attention? Uh, do we try to look more spiritual than we really are? You know, do we uh, try to exalt ourselves in some way or another? And if so, then it's an opportunity for us to really begin to humble ourselves in those areas and uh, it, to use it as a means of, again, living a very humble life without calling attention to ourselves. When it talks about they love places of honor at banquet seats of honor in synagogues, etc., it could be for us something as small as not getting um, any notoriety in a, a meeting for something that we did for our committee or our group or our ministry. And nobody uh, gave us credit for it, and so we could get all upset that we didn't get the credit. Those are just little ways in which this kind of pride and exaltation can enter into our lives. Uh, we call it, we can call it approval addiction, where we are, we are addicted to the approval and applause of others. And how good it is when we can identify that and address it by learning to be more and more like Jesus as we allow his spirit to work in us, that we can be humble of heart. So may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.